Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere. This is Believe. Boom! And we are here. Another episode of the Believe in Orlando Magic. Andrew Combo Salop. The co-host, myself, Max Van Auken from the MVP, Combos Court. How are you, my man? I'm doing really well. I'm eating a really interesting breakfast that I never ate before. And what is that? Crazy combination. Strawberries and almonds, which is, of course, that's part of the combo shake, so I have that all the time. But probably not the healthiest option. I, I put a couple of goldfish in there. A little weird, huh? Is that just for to spice it up so it's not 100% healthy? I was just like really in a rush and I just, uh, yeah, I just put some stuff together. So it was like, it's not too many goldfish, but it's mostly uh, strawberries and almonds, but a few mm. goldfish. It's actually not bad. Like, it's pretty good. Sounds kind of nasty combo. I must admit. That's what, well, they think the combo shake is nasty, but it is what it is, man. As long as you're sticking to what you do, that's all that matters. That's all that matters. Mm-hmm. Most definitely. How are you, Matt? I'm doing fantastic. Um, currently focusing on content, bringing it to life on another level, but no complaints. Just covered a couple Orlando Magic basketball games. Um, oh, you were in the you were in the building for uh, the Cavs game, right? Yeah, and it's really weird because they were okay. You can't say they're trying to lose, but they're trying to lose, right? They want the best opportunity to get the number one overall pick, and the Cavs needed to win. And so it just felt like, okay, the Cavs are going to win this game. The Magic are going to lose this game. We've kind of gotten used to that idea. And the Orlando Magic won. It was – Markel Fultz was just balling. He found his stride. He found his rhythm. He can create space against anyone that guards him. Mobamba was hitting threes. They were playing good defense. The, they were very energetic. And so they've been a different team the second half compared to the first half. If they played the way they played the second half of the season, they wouldn't be in this lottery pick situation or at least as high up as they are now. So, yeah, it, it was an exciting game. Um, pretty cool story. Uh, Colin Sexton knows my cousin. They went to school together. And so I got to say hey to him. And obviously he wasn't playing, so I didn't get to interview him. I'm going to try to have him on the show, though. Um little teaser there but it was a good game combo it was electric and the magic ended up pulling off the win most definitely so i told you markel Fultz is a guy that could help a really good nba team right now like at everybody on the magic i think he's that guy that could help a good nba team but it's a good thing he's on the magic because he's still young and i think he's still improving um just a really good guard you know and he's, he's strong he's big he can get in the lane what he wants he's a good passer great feel for the game so, yeah, I always really liked his game. It was interesting to see Suggs and him in the backcourt, man, because we haven't seen a lot of that. So that was really good. And uh, Mo Bamba knocking down some threes. We like to see that. Yeah. Obviously, some of the lineups, as you said, it seems like we're somewhat in tank mode right now. But I think everything's coming together, and I like a peek into the future with that lineup of uh, Suggs and Markel. Yeah, and what's crazy is – He's able to create space, Markel Fultz, without even that three-point threat. 
Like he's he's not a elite three point shooter, so obviously people can play up or sag off him a little bit, knowing that, and he still is able to create space. Like what's the um, old expression? Where, like they people would use with Carmelo, so he can create space in a phone booth. Like Markel Fultz just has a natural ability to get himself open. So when that shot develops to become at least um, a, a real plausible threat, I feel like the scoring opportunities are endless for him. Yeah, when teams guard a player like that, one. It makes passing easier for that player. Two, it gives them a runway to get in the lane. So I'm sure Markell is taking advantage of all of that. Yeah, and we don't know who the Magic are going to draft, um, but we can assume going forward that their backcourt is something they need to figure out. Like we've talked about that. What's the young player you build around? Or at least what's the combination that you focus on the most? And I think Markel Fultz is definitely in that equation, right? So you'd say Jalen Suggs because of the pick that he was, and obviously he has the most raw potential and then I would go Markel Fultz, and then you've talked about Cole Anthony coming off the bench. So where does that leave R.J. Hampton? Yeah, is R.J. Hampton big enough to play that wing position at times in, in the modern NBA? He could. It's interesting about the Cole Anthony because I asked our guy Pierre on Twitter what his thoughts were because, you know, he's really into the team building. And he kind of mentioned that uh, he had a nice, you know, lengthy answer, but he did mention that Cole Anthony coming off the bench thing as I did, which – I actually asked him, I think, maybe the next day after we recorded, and he kind of had, like, a similar notion where, like, it, Cole Anthony fits that off-the-bench mold, but also you want to give him the keys at the same time because, you know, he's still so young and so promising. So it's going to be interesting where the Magic go with this. They do have some young talent, but you can't play all those guys at the same time just because of size. RJ Hampton, he still has a lot of potential. Um and maybe, I, I mean, he is a better fit, I think, with Markel and Suggs than Cole is, right? Because he has a little bit more size. Yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Cole needs the ball more. He's obviously a point guard. Um, yeah. Does not have the size of RJ. Exactly. Uh, I mean, I'm sorry. Yeah, of RJ. And, and, and on top of that, like, out of all those guys, Cole kind of has that sc- scoring spark DNA in him more than those other guys. So that's yep. why I think he might fit that you know, six-man role. But we also talked about it in the beginning of the season being the face of the franchise. So it's such an interesting situation. Um, I don't mean to sell anyone short, but I don't think he's the face of the franchise. And he's not someone I would... <laughs> but yeah. we, we did have that buzz. Like, we gotta, you know how we, 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 we pull up our receipts when we're right? Yeah. And yeah, so yeah. we got to pull up our receipts when maybe we weren't. Right? I, I thought our agreement was to never do that. I thought we leave those, we leave those that is, out. But come on, man. You know, we're spot on so many times. We could do it, you know? We're right. spot on. Right. No, that's a good point. That's a good point. And now, obviously, Chet Holgrim is somebody that you and I have talked about a lot um, as being one of the top picks if we had that opportunity being the Orlando Magic. And if that's the case, then you just have to figure out what you do with Wendell Carter Jr., uh, Mo Bamba. But as far as the backcourt, I think I've seen enough da- data to understand that, yeah, Markel Fultz, Jalen Suggs, those are those guys. Now, we do play Charlotte coming up. Um, what have you been making of Lamelo Ball lately? I know he's been getting a lot of highlights. Um, I believe he was on the cover of Slam. This is a game that they were that the Hornets absolutely need to win, and the Magic really don't have any incentive to win if that's possible um, this late in the season, right? Yeah, I did actually have one more Magic point before we get to Lamelo Ball. Do you think the shooting is good enough? With, no. With Markel and Suggs in the backcourt, no. I just thought about that. No, it's like, not to really be a high level team. Maybe one of your guys doesn't have to be um, a plus shooter, but when you got two guys that aren't plus shooters yet, that might be tough going forward. Yeah, no, no, their shooting is not good enough. It's 
They're athletic. Yeah. They're big guards, right? They can get to the hole a lot. But unless – right now at least, they're not the most refined. Now, usually you'd say that about most young players. I mean now it's kind of changing just because of the way the world is. Everyone has to be able to shoot even if you're a center. But they don't have the most refined jump shot. So if those are your backcourt, you you have to have your the rest of your three guys on the floor being able to space it out, in which Mobamba can. Um, and Wendell Carter Jr. can knock down three. And then depending on who your wing would be, Jonathan Isaac or so, if he comes back healthy. But, yeah, as far as just those two, no, they, the spacing probably wouldn't be the greatest. Okay, so, yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. So in the offseason and in the draft, they definitely have to think about shooting. That's yes. one of their points of emphasis. Uh, yeah. Um, yeah, so uh, shifting to LaMelo Ball, just he just had an interesting comment recently. I forgot what news outlet it was that – he kind of did. It, it seems I'm paraphrasing here. I don't know what he said exactly, but it seems like he feels like he doesn't have the keys yet, right? Like Ooh. they didn't give him autonomy when it comes to having the basketball. And you know, he said like he's going to keep a good attitude, but I think that's what he wants more of. And and I don't blame him, man, because good things happen when that guy has the basketball. He is definitely a special player. Uh, not to shift to Cade Cunningham, but I do think it's close. Like, who would you go forward with with those two guys? Like, who would you rather have on your franchise? And as much as I like LaMelo, I think I like Cade a little bit more at that uh, guy who initiates offense. What are, what are your thoughts on that? You said Cade, correct? Yes, I like Cade more. Yeah. And, and, I, and I think LaMelo's great, but from no. what I'm seeing from Cade lately, it's just Cade. Cade is a franchise quarterback. Like, he's the guy you'd want to build around. He's always calm. He's poised. He can play make. He gets others involved. He makes other people better. He can get a bucket of his own. He has good size. Like, I love Cade Cunningham. And I think he's a lot better at basketball than a lot of people's favorite basketball player right now that are currently even all-stars. I really do. Yeah, I, I think he's I so. really I good. So. I would but, say you're right. And, and another, by, by the way, another guy like that is Drew Holiday. Drew Holiday is a better basketball player than some of a lot of people's favorite players, even if they're all-stars. Yeah. No, he is. And it's crazy because yeah. he's, like, universally recognized as someone who doesn't get enough love, especially on the defensive end. Like, he never but yeah, but, gets that. But he got enough – He got enough. sorry to cut you off, Max, but he got enough love last year, you know, because they won the championship, and then it kind of went down again now in a way. Yeah. You know? And yeah. there – we'll do – I'm sure we'll do some playoff at picks, but, I mean, it's no secret. I've tweeted this out. I think the Bucks. They're my pick to win it all now, and he plays a huge part in that. Obviously, you think of Giannis, who I've said it multiple times, best player in the world. You think of Middleton. But Holiday is really that glue guy who can guard the best point guard, who can also give you a bucket, who can initiate the offense. He's that guy for them. And he just, like you said, besides the championship point, we usually don't talk about him. Like, I don't think I've ever heard anyone talk about Holiday this regular season. I have been talking about him. You, um, Combo, yes, absolutely. I, I say, where, was it on the podcast or was it on Twitter? But I definitely have said, I definitely have mentioned him recently a few times. You know, maybe on, oh, maybe with Coach Nick on uh, my YouTube live shows with him. Uh, yeah, but I've definitely been trying to bring attention to him because he is just, man, he really is a special player. And he's a star in his own right, to be honest. He's a star in his own right. He just knows how to blend in and fit with the rest of his teammates in such a great way which is where I think the NBA is going. I think we're going to a place where you have to blend your star player in with the team and not have everything revolve around them. I think we're seeing that in Memphis. And I think Cade, to your point, being such a great basketball player, he is a star, but it doesn't totally have to revolve around him like a Trey, Luca, or LeBron. 
I like your thinking. I'm trying to find. Not, say, not saying he's that level of player yet. I'm just saying, like, I feel like he fits where the NBA is going in terms of being your star player while also being able to blend in with the rest of his team. Yeah, it's hard for a lot of people to just be that ball dominant guy. I, like I said, that's not a very. You have um, to defy the odds. You have to be so good. That's why I'm not sold on. You have to be head and shoulders above the rest of the league to win like that. You know, we've seen it. We've seen it one time combo one freaking time. That's why. So LeBron James, you're right. We definitely seen it there. I'm trying to think. Have we ever seen it? No, man, you're right, man. I I think you're right. That's what I'm saying. And I don't think in there doesn't mean there's not going to be a lot of great players coming up. Not great players now, but that's just not going to win you a championship. And that's why I sold my Luca stock, not Luca as an individual, but Luca as a team. If he, if it's contingent on, if he plays the way he continues to play. Now, obviously they look like a little bit of a different team with Dinwiddie moving the ball a little bit more. That's different. I didn't say he can't win a championship, but if the way he plays in the regular season, with just the system going through him, I'm not sold on winning a championship or at least the consistency or beating great teams four times in seven games by doing that, especially when it gets more physical, the ref swallowed the whistle. There's a reason why Phil Jackson told MJ to get the ball out of his hands more. Yeah, 100%. 100%. But I don't agree. 100% on your Phil Jackson point, but I don't agree with you with the Luka thing because I think he is that level of talent that will be able to defy the odds one day. And on top of that, if he comes into the season in shape next year, he'll win the MVP. Why is that even a problem, though? Like, that bothers me. You know, like, why is that an if? Why is that an if combo? Hey, we got a, he's not the only guy. We got AD, we got Harden. I don't know, man. I don't know what they're thinking in the offseason, but they obviously don't come into the season in shape. So you're right. You're right. It's an issue. And especially if you want him to be the second guy in NBA history, what, this is the 75th season of the NBA, and you want him to be the second guy to ever do something, and we don't know if he's going to come in shape? Yeah, it's crazy. I hope he does. I mean, the thing is, is that he is, very young, so maybe he could figure it out. You know, maybe he just has to do a better job of focusing on his body in the off season. Hey, Luca, Luca, you can go out, you can have a good time, you can even smoke your hookah once in a while, which is terrible for you. But you can do that. Just make sure you work out, bro. Make sure you work out. Make sure you keep your body in shape. You can go out and party. It's not the end of the world, you know. Now you don't. You could you could live your life, but just take that hour in the morning to work out. You're all, you're all set, man. You're an MVP. Okay, so, by the way, I just want to give you credit here. So, not that I thought you were lying by any means, Combo, but just to show Big J journalism here, Combo, when he says something, he's done the research. LaMelo Ball did say this, because I didn't hear him say this, or I didn't read it yet. Um, when they really put the keys in my hand, I feel like it's going to be a whole new situation, the Hornet star said. But until then... I'm going to keep doing what I do, just try to get these wins. And he said, I ain't going to lie. Every game I feel like I can do more than what I'm doing. Ooh, okay. See, that's a juicy comment right there, Combo. Because to your yeah. point, yeah, it's it's that could be taken the wrong way if someone reads it where that's what they want. That's how they perceive it. But I like that because to your point, when you put the ball in his hands, no pun intended, a lot of good things happen. And I'm just confused, or I'm interested on why he feels like he doesn't have the keys. Doesn't it feel like the Hornets have embraced him to be that guy? Yeah, you know what? This reminds me of you a little bit, actually. How so? Because guys are going to be – oh, he'll be a GOAT. Okay. 
You're going to be a GOAT, and Melo's going to be a great, 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 great NBA player, right? But there's a little bit of impatience when you're young, right? And I could tell sometimes you feel that, right? Right. Am I mistaken? I don't want to put your personal business out there. No, no, go ahead. Go ahead. Tell my personal business. (laughs) (laughs) But, you you know, I could tell when you're talking to me, sometimes there's a little bit of impatience there, right? And I'm sure it's the same thing with LaMelo, who probably wants to be the greatest player of all time, just like you want to be the greatest person in sports media. Right. Or even bigger than sports media of all time. And when you're young, you want it to happen right away. And sometimes it doesn't happen right away. And sometimes because of that, you enjoy it more when it does happen. So that's wow. my LaMelo Max comparison. Combo, that's the best analogy you've ever made. I'm speechless. You're 100% correct. And to those listening, he told my business absolutely correct. I can't get impatient, especially when you see something, you want it so bad, you sleep about it, you dream about it, you think about it. This is LaMelo Ball's life. He's been talking about it since he was in high school. Um, I mean, he completely went overseas at a young age, which I think a lot of people don't give him credit for. That's a hard thing to do. And this is something that he wants, and he's had early success, too. So, like, when you're an all-star that young and you touch success so early, you just want to continue to keep doing it. And I think he is spot on. But to your point, Combo, I think that that was a 100% correct analogy. I'm I'm actually flattered and impressed at the same time. Oh, Max, that's what I do, man. I'm outside. You hurt? This is why you are the 1% percentile of podcasters. I appreciate that. I actually am, according to listennotes.com. Out of, I think it's millions of podcasts. I think I am in the one percent from uh, what ListenNotes.com is saying. I mean, wow, from what they're telling me, you have to do the LeBron. You have to do the LeBron shrug when you say that from now on. Yeah, you know, Um, yeah. So that's what I see, and and my advice to both of you is focus on the day to day. You know, focus on the day to day. Do whatever you can in that day to improve and get better. And I'm sure both of you guys are doing that. Combo, you are uh, a very inspirational guy. This is why you're my cousin from another mother. Absolutely. I'm convinced Appreciate of that. You, podcasting brought us together, but we formed something greater than podcasting. Um, you know, here's another point I wanted to talk to you about. You know, we actually uh, met in person. And do you think, like, this is why I think showing up in person brings so much value. Yeah. And you know that covering the magic. Do you think we would ever have this podcast if we didn't actually meet in person? Um, I want The reason I bring this up because I want whoever's listening to show how much like the internet is great, doing things virtually is great. You know, a lot of I don't know, I would say 90% of my episodes are virtual. I did do some in-studio stuff in the past. Probably 95% is actually virtual. Um, I don't know the exact percentage, but just like how much how much importance and how much value that brings to show up places in person. Like I've been thinking about that lately. Yeah. As we're like, as we're like getting out of, or we're hopefully getting out of the pandemic, you know? No, um, a- yeah, absolutely. And you're right. Because when we met in Atlanta and we walked to cookout, I'm um, in a vein, very, oh my God. very, very dangerous area, <laughs> by, whole, by the way, guys, I just want to let you know, this was our lives were on the line. <laughs> so we trusted each other with our lives as we walked through the cookout drive through. No, that formed a bond. You're hundred percent correct. You don't get that unless you're in person. Now, granted, I loved you even over the phone and doing podcasts, but yeah, you're right. There's just an in-person element that you can't describe. And I'm fearful that I'm not, I don't mean to sound like an old head because I'm young myself, but I hope that we don't get away from that as like the younger generation is so glued to their phones and like TikTok. And now with the metaverse coming about, 
I really hope we don't steer away from that because that's like, I know a lot of people already don't know how to communicate properly. Like they don't know how to introduce themselves. They don't know how to put the phone down. I hope we don't get too far away from that. Well, in terms of media, I think we realize while virtual is awesome, even if you want to get the better content for people's phones in person is the best in my opinion, you know? So even if it's driven by creating good content for people to be watching on their phones, I think that'll drive media to make it happen that people are going to want to do more in person for that side of it, you know, but you're right. I mean, I think it is an issue people being on their phones too much, you know, um, I love technology. I'm pro technology. It allows me to do so many things when it comes to podcasting and media, but yeah, I think there will always be a place to actually getting things done in person and showing up places in person brings so much value. 100% combo. Now, speaking of that, there will be a lot of video content coming soon for you guys on the Believe Podcast Network, specifically Believe in the Orlando Magic. Combo, unless you have anything else you want to say, because I know it's about to get exciting in the NBA, we're going to break down the playoffs coming up shortly. Is there any last words you have before you do your famous outro? No, I want to do the outro. Okay, I thought I lost you for a second. You had me worried. No, you know, you got you to gotta let those pauses linger yeah, that, for the pod. That was suspenseful. I'm not going to lie. That was good. All right, famous outro. I'm throwing you the alley-oop. You could find Max on Instagram at Max underscore Van underscore Orchid. You could find Combo on Instagram at 1-2-Combo. You could find us right here. And don't forget to subscribe in the Believe in Magic podcast with the Believe Network. You catch me on Twitter at Combo's Court. That's C-O-M-B-O-S-C-O-U-R-T. You could catch Max on Twitter at Max underscore Van underscore Aukin. That's M-A-X underscore B-A-N underscore A-U-K-E-N. And don't forget to subscribe to the MVP podcast and Combo's Court wherever you listen to podcasts. The best one yet. Combo, I know we'll uh, be talking soon. So until then, we'll talk soon. Talk soon. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.